Hey, toy fans. <laughs> Welcome to episode 34 of Open Your Toys Cast. I am Slick McFavorite. And I am Mrs. McFavorite. Uh, this is the official podcast of OpenYourToys.com, the site dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time. And for the 34th time. <laughs> we're Actually, we had a pilot. So for the 35th zero, time. Yeah, we had a zero episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Star Wars, Transformers, Masters of the Universe, and G.I. Joe. Good job, Miss McFavorite. You've been paying attention. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, we are a husband and wife team that enjoy buying and oh, talking me. about toys. Well, I guess I don't enjoy Well, I do enjoy buying toys. I don't enjoy spending money on toys. How about that? Yeah, he enjoys the shopping experience <laughs> up until the checkout counter. It's not shopping. It's the hunt. Men don't shop, we hunt. And they're not cartoons, they're anime! <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you want to contact us, you can hit us up on our blog at openyourtoys.com. Or... <laughs> she's, she's picking up on those cues, folks. I'm learning. <laughs> Only 35 episodes in. Um or you can email Slick at slick at openyourtoys.com. Or you can email me at Mrs. McFavorite at openyourtoys.com. Uh, we also tweet a little bit. I've been uh, tweeting uh, pretty consistently. And, and I do suggest you follow me on Twitter uh, or follow me on Facebook. Uh, just because there's a lot of stuff that I post that's... Not that I post, that I retweet, I guess, repost from other people that is very, very cool that we don't talk about here on the show. Lots of things that have links to YouTube, blah, 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 but uh, definitely follow that. Uh, you know, I post basically whatever I really find interesting about the franchises or even just kind of geeky shit in general. Uh, so you can do that by following me at Slick McFavorite. Or you can follow me at Mrs. Underscore. <laughs> underscore. Don't forget the underscore. <laughs> McFavorite. And uh, have you gotten followers? Have people picked back up on it? Uh, I haven't really paid attention. What you need to do is uh, uh, go to well, my... The problem is, is that the email address that I had to use to set that up... Um, I can't get to it right now <laughs> because I can't remember how to log in and like it's given me a hard time <laughs> or not, not forget how to log in. I forgot my password and I did the whole forget password thing and it's, it's, I must not be Baffling hitting the right you. buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, don't ask Miss McFavorite any tech questions while you're at it. That's just a public service announcement from Open Your Toys. Yeah, I don't know shit about computers. <laughs> you're getting better, though. Uh, uh, it's, it's more websites. I can't quite figure out. <laughs> I know how to use a computer. Just I don't understand people's logics. Anyway. Uh, you can also, <laughs> as I said, you can follow us on Facebook or follow. Well, you can follow Friend. us or you can follow, quote, Slick McFavorite, the show at facebook.com slash open your toys. Or you can also friend me because won't you please, won't you please, please won't you be my friend on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and that's facebook.com slash Jessica Spiller with one S and Jessica. And I finally did confirm that. It I is. wanted to go look at your profile and I'm like, okay, I'm going to see if it's <laughs> Jessica Spiller with, well, two S's, one S and Jessica and one in Spiller. Yeah. Don't, don't confuse people. <laughs> My first name already throws a lot of people. And I'm Jason Spiller with two S's, one in Jason, one in Spiller. Yeah. So uh, let's see. And then our favorite way to hear from you guys, not that we don't like the other ways, but this just makes us feel so close to you because we can hear your beautiful <laughs> tones. Uh, you can call our voicemail at uh, 720-235-TOYS. That is 720-235-8697. That's right. For all the fucking stupid phone makers that don't put letters on their damn numbers anymore because know, it's all smartphone style. <laughs> I think that I've heard that there's apps that do it on like the touch screen because oh. it's all on there. There's apps that'll like convert it and shit, but anywho. I'm all, all over right. that shit whenever we get a phone like that. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking tonight, Mrs. McFavorite? Uh, tonight I am drinking a little bit of Admiral Nelson's <laughs> with as a your twist primary drink as my primary drink. And um, just so you know, Admiral outranks the captain. So all you Captain Morgan fans, she's drinking your, uh, senior superior. Yeah. Superior <laughs> senior superior. Yeah. I, I seriously, I like Admiral Nelson's a lot more than Captain Morgan's captain. It's. To me, Captain Morgan's is just a lot. It, it's um, more sweet. Yeah, and I was talking about. I was talking to one of the people at Rite Aid checking me out, mm -hmm. and they're like, "I that's the exact reason why I drink it." She's like, she even said, if they were the same price, I would still drink Admirals. Yeah. So Admirals is the shit. I think Sailor Jerry Admirals is still is shitty. <laughs> Sailor Jerry's still number one. Anyway. Yeah. And on the side, I am drinking Heineken. The good old Heine. Yeah, I was drinking better beer earlier. It was a um, honeymoon, Blue oh, Moon's yeah. uh, summer seasonal. Seasonal. It's good. I actually like it better than Blue Moon. See, it that's has interesting because you don't usually like fruit, and usually their seasonal is. It's not very fruity. It's not. It's not like I said. It's, it's more the, the honey. It's the it's the um, the citrus zest, as opposed to actually it's, it it got zest in it anyway. Um, <laughs> it's not like squeezing a orange or a lemon or whatever it is that you weirdos put in your drinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and on that note, what I'm drinking is I am drinking Colorado native, born and brewed and shared local. And it literally says on the back here, it says available only in Colorado. So don't try to get this where you're at unless you want us to send you some, which I don't know if we can, but it's, it's not, it's not a bad beer. It's for me, it's, it's a little a strong. It's a lager. So it's a little bit more hoppier than but Miss I, McFavorite likes. It was enjoyable. It wasn't one of those where like, you're just like, Oh God, I can't finish this. I, I didn't even have to like muscle my way through the bottle. I, I, drink it i was just like Whew. and what it is is it's brewed with rocky mountain water colorado grown barley from the san luis valley and hand-picked colorado grown hops and an extra finishing step 
discover the beer that is crisp, clean, and unmistakably Colorado. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into this. And before we get into the toy news, dun da 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 or drum roll. See, I always want to go dun da 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 and maybe drum rolls are more appropriate. But uh, Well, we'll do the drum roll. Oh, when we announce. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, so here we go. Dun da da da. We are now going to pick the and I and uh, uh the San Diego Comic-Con personal shopper contest winner. Yay! Yay! So, uh, great, great entries. It was a very it was, great turnout. It was, it was a voicemail, and, and I know that's a little bit harder than just dropping a comment on the blog or Facebook. So, we actually had six entries. Uh, let's see if I can name them off my top of my head. Uh, Cliff, Vern, Jamie, Sim, Mr. Big Bo, and who was the... And Duke. So thank you guys for calling us calling in and Mike Burns just missed it. I, I really wanted to sneak his name in here, but I, oh, I, I, I figure, you know, my Taekwondo, what he, by? Uh, he posted a comment like the day after our last episode came out and was like, I totally forgot to call. Aww. So next time. Mike Burns, we want to hear from you. Get an E for effort. <laughs> All right. Or so. an L for last minute thought. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got everybody's names in this bowl here. Uh, Miss McFavorite is going to not look and reach her hands in there. If you hold it up a little bit higher, I might not even be able to pull it out. Okay. I really hate just grabbing... Okay. Oh, we have here, this. mix it up, because that's what I hate. I hate when people... Oh, you just oh. threw a piece of paper out. I don't like. I there's so much pressure. She was trying to eliminate you, Sim. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't here we go. Mix it up, good. Don't just pick from the top. Get a good mix in there. All right, here we go. Drum roll, please. <laughs> All right. dun, 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 dun. It's Sim, Sim again. Oh my God! Congratulations, Sim. Oh, you know what? Sim is going. Okay, here we here we go. This is what we're gonna do, and and Sim. Do I need to edit this? No. Okay. No, because <laughs> 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 no. Sim is going to San Diego Comic Con, so it may not make sense for us to be his personal shopper. I will still, if we'll you stand in line for if you. If you weren't planning on standing in like the Hasbro line for yourself, we'll stand in line for you. But this is what we're going to do while we have all the names here. We're going to pick a second runner-up that we're not going to announce. So if Sim would like to, to uh, what's the word I'm looking for, forego his winnership. I don't even know if that's a word, winnership. It but is if, now. If he would like to forego his prize and give it to somebody else because he'll actually be there. And no pressure. I mean, he still won fair and square. Standing in that fucking Hasbro line, if he only wants one thing from there, I would go. For, I would still keep my prize. I'd be like, fuck no, I'm not standing <laughs> in that four-hour line. But uh, we'll pick a, a second runner-up here. 
And then uh, we'll just let you know how that works out on the next episode. Remember, we're not saying it. Oh, I was it, just about to read just, it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so we'll, we'll let you guys know how that goes uh, next time. I meant to email him to even say, did you still want to be entered in the contest since you're going? But we'll, we'll go from there. So, Sim, let us know. Drop us an email or post on the blog or Facebook. Or I guess he doesn't do the Facebook. He does the blog. But he does the blog. He does the blog. He doesn't do the Facebook. <laughs> I like this. The Facebook. Okay, sorry, I'll quit making fun of you. Moving on, moving All on. All right. Moving into toy news. Of course, what time of year is it, Miss McFavorite? It's con season. Our favorite time of year. Yay. At least until we have kids. I'm getting so excited for it. I already started shopping. Nice. For oh, my yeah. outfits. <laughs> Oh, good times. And I'm well, I guess you're doing your shopping now. I'm doing my pre-shopping. I'm creating all my want lists while so while we're at the convention. Yeah. I know exactly what I'm looking for. I know I just know I'm gonna be standing in line, so I might as well look good while I'm standing there. <laughs> so first up, uh Star Wars Celebration Five has announced its guests, and one of those includes <gasps> Is it? Could it be? Should I squeal like a little girl? No, please don't. Cause I could <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> I know. It's dun da da da. George Lucas. That's right. The maker himself. Again, I turkey neck and all. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. I don't think they'll deny our press passes. If <laughs> I don't think they'll be listening to this to hear you call him a turkey neck. But uh, but that's definitely a condition because he's not that big you know so that's kind of mean to be like oh look at your big turkey neck oh no i know <laughs> i'm just making fun of him because he has more money than he needs <laughs> so, <laughs> so as you could tell we we could really give a shit in my opinion he he wrote a good story slash outline he directed a pretty good movie star wars a new hope yeah he also directed American Graffiti, which was amazing. I love American Graffiti. I need um, to watch it again. The prequels, not so much, and uh, pretty much nothing beyond that. And so, I I don't. I, He's getting rich off of us, and I think that's why we're like. Mm. No, I mean, I just, I just don't think. <laughs> not us. I mean, but... people, people see him as the Godfather, and and to me, Star Wars is almost. As it's as good as it is because of all the other people that's contributed to its fiction, you know, yeah. all the writers, all the comic book, you know, artists, writers, you know, all of that. To me, that's what makes Star Wars is it's this huge universe. And granted, it's his ideas that it's all based on. Yeah. But the way he's treated some of those people that that. He allows his company allows them to play in their universe, and and just whenever he feels like he's like I don't care, this is my thing, go fuck your story, you know. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so I mean that's so, cool. We're not George Lucas is going to be there. Is anybody else excited? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not going to like at Celebration Three. People waited in line from like three in the morning to to get into his panel. Oh, really? Just yeah. just three in the morning? Because, you know, the Twilight panel, people were waiting two days. People were in line two days ahead of time. So what does that say? Huh? Yeah, that's right. 
Uh, Absolutely nothing, but it but was I, fun. But I'm hoping, my hope is, is that he's just going to do me. the keynote. You know, he'll do the intro. I mean, he'll probably have his own, but I could, if we don't get into that, no big deal. But yeah. I would like to see him. I would like to see him with my own eyes and be like, boom, there's George Lucas. You know, like I was in the same room with George Lucas. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, we we're not we're not autograph hunters. We're not, you know, we don't even I mean, well, I guess we'll sneak up on people like when they're signing autographs, we'll stand off to the side. and Which is how we got summer glass picture. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And another cool thing is. for the first time ever, the Clone Wars uh, webcomic series. So you remember last season, the first season, they did these little five-page comics before each episode. Oh, the... the yeah, the ones online yeah. that, we, that I'd make you read before you started reading comics. But yeah. Which now you would probably it. dig them a little more. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're going to compile them all and print them and put them in a trade paperback. So that's kind of cool. I mean, if you think it's, I think there was like 24 episodes and there was only five pages per episode. So, I mean, it's only 120 pages, which is about four comics. Uh, So not a full trade paperback, but I'm sure they'll stick some things in there to kind of fill it out. Um, So I'm excited about that. I'll definitely be picking that up. That's pretty neato. Uh, Transformers. Collectors Club Convention BotCon 2010. I am officially registered. I am going because I'm not going to forfeit it because you forfeit it. They released it that like they used to be like you could register and if you couldn't make it, you pay a $25 cancellation fee and they'll mail you your shit. This year, they're like, fuck no. They're like, you're fucked if you can't go. Oh, see, that's messed up unless if you like got a note from your doctor. Dude, I would FedEx my ID to fucking Saber and I would just have him go through the line twice for it. <laughs> you know, just say, here's my ID. I'm Jason Spiller. I'm picking this up. And be oh, like, yeah, this because you and like Saber you. look exactly alike. <laughs> <laughs> All you'd have to say is, I got a really good tan for it, you know? Shake my head. <laughs> Shrink. <laughs> so but i'll definitely be going i'm actually going to be trying to book my flight tonight after the podcast so oh and i get a four-day weekend to myself i know i i, I took that i'd like mark that time off at work because i wasn't sure if i was gonna go so i just i i took like five days off or something like that and i well because we didn't up. know if we were gonna go out yeah. there early and shit yeah so i have thursday Thursday and Friday off, and then I go back on Monday. Nice. So, oh, I'm going to miss you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Saber, keep him out of trouble, please. He's going to be my designated driver, right, Saber? He's like, don't worry about driving. I'm like, okay, I won't. <laughs> you do know he has a drinking problem, right, Saber? <laughs> he was there. He he hung out with us at, at Pacan 09. <laughs> um, Getting lost in LA. All right. So special guests. Uh, Hasro put out that they are inducting humans into the Transformer Hall of Fame. So the first is Bob Budiensky. Budiensky? 
Budinsky. <laughs> um, so he was the editor for the Marvel Comics in 1983. Uh, he wrote the personality profiles for most of the first 20 or so Transformers characters. Uh, and he was the editor for the very first series uh, uh, for the cartoon. So that's kind of cool. Um, of course, the man himself, Prime, Peter Cullen, is going to be there again. That's really cool. He's such a cute little old man. Yeah, I don't know what I'll have to sign for him, though. Because I, I had him sign my G1 Optimus, and I had him sign my movie Optimus. So I, I think uh, hopefully I'll get a... a <gasps> Didn't Warfare you get an Optimus Cybertron. Prime helmet? Or not helmet, but voice changer head oh, thingy. That would, yeah, I did, but that'd be too big to try to ship out there and uh, ship back. That would be a pain well, in the Well, if ass. you just do the helmet, take it out of its packaging. Or I could just do the packaging. Like, take it out of the packaging, collapse the packaging, ship it, have them sign it, and then put it back together and put the helmet in it. That'd be kind of cool. You do that too? You're like, eh, whatever. Whatever, I'm not going. I don't have to deal with with shopping around for boxes to send shit back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and also two uh, Takara Tomi uh, employees are going to be out there as well. Uh, one of the people are, are the uh, main people around, or... His efforts in the beginnings directly derived Megatron, Soundwave, and Ravage, so three of the most uh, most popular characters ever. Uh, he's also acted uh, as a liaison between Hasbro and Takara all these years, so that's kind of cool. Um, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce their names. You can go to the show notes and click on the links, because uh, I'll just make a fool of myself. Uh, oh, the, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> well, here. No, Yoki Uriaki and Kojin Ono. Uh, so, Mr. Ono, uh, let's see, he worked on the design of the Microman and Diaclone toys. So, the Diaclone, obviously, the, the predecessors to the, quote, Transformers. Uh, and... Uh, Let's see, he created Sunstreaker, which is considered the first car-to-robot transforming toy. So that's kind of cool. Uh, he also was uh, instrumental in the introduction of Beast Wars Transformers for the Japanese market. And he also designed the largest Transformer ever, Fortress Maximus. Have I seen this one? Fortress Maximus. Maximus. I don't know. It's a pretty rare kind of collector nod thing. Is the biggest one that I've seen is the or that you have is that the Unicron or whatever? Yeah, is Unicron and Fortress Maximus is probably another good eight inches taller. Jesus. Yeah, it's huge. It's ridiculous. It's and it's it's like one of the holy grails of vintage Transformers collecting. Gotcha. So. Um, so good for that. Uh, Hall of Fame voting is also open now. Uh, we talked about all of the inductees last time. So um, as boring and as cliche as it is, I went and voted for Soundwave because he is one of my favorite characters from the cartoons. He's a boombox. Yeah, where where all and what's funny, he's not even a boombox. Blaster is a boombox. 
Soundwave was literally a tape player. Or a tape player. No, I mean, it's and the same thing. as soon thing, as you said but... that, I knew I was wrong. <laughs> um, but what's funny is it seems like every, quote, real Transformer fan is voting for Dinobot because he really is the only one that really has a complex backstory and, you know, that kind of shit. But I like Soundwave's voice, bitches, and the fact that he shoots cassettes out of his chest is even cooler. <laughs> I hate Dinobot that you take his tail off and it becomes a little sword. I've always hated that about about Dinobot. But anyways, before I get more hate, um, we also, <laughs> besides actually getting registration up, uh, which after all that testing on the registration, the shit was still wrong for me. I still wasn't considered a member and had to pay non-member pricing. And, and I wrote them like, you know, sorry, but I had this problem. They're like, oh, you should have waited. Well, I was trying to get the hunt first hundred pin, which I didn't get. I was actually the first, I was within the first 200. Um, so I was trying to get the first hundred pin. I'm like, I'm not going to wait. And now I wish I would have because they were charging 10 extra bucks online for it. And if I would have waited, I could have done fax registration and not paid the online processing and blah, blah, blah. But so I'm registered. I'm a little pissed off that I didn't get the first hundred and I got a $10 extra charge and the box was fucking $30 more expensive than it was last year. And the loose set was fucking more expensive. But anyways, we also, while they delayed day to day, they were revealing new things. So we got officially a uh, revealed clinch uh, with his new head. I, I, I don't really like the dots on him. I mean, again, it's one of my favorite molds, the, the universe onslaught. But I'm not what? really liking all these dots like he's supposed to be in the sky. Kind of looks like that moon runner or something. Yeah. I don't know. He's like a SWAT vehicle was his original mold. But. Ah, so he's like supposed to run through the desert and he's got the, I don't know. I was going to say, no, SWAT's in the city, sweetie, you know. Oh, SWAT. I wasn't paying attention to that part. <laughs> uh, we also get uh, official confirmation of G2 Skybite, uh, which is one of my favorite molds. And, and we've talked about these before. These have already been rumored. Very colorful. We get the shirt. And I think this might be the first shirt I buy. Just because it is so fucking ugly. It's, it's funny. You're talking about the... This is the front and this oh, is the back. Oh, I just saw Which the is front kind of back. cool. Which is kind of cool that, you know, you get the standard one in the back. But I mean, I just love I mean, what's funny is this is popular nowadays. This would be cool cuz it's all neon-y and everything. Uh. <laughs> I'll make sure I wear it with you as much as possible. Uh, if we, you could even stomach actually wearing that more than just at BotCon. <laughs> oh, I won't I won't wear it at BotCon. I'm not that guy that, you know, that's what's so funny. The next day at BotCon, there's so many people wearing their BotCon shirts. It's like, don't be that guy. It's, or it's, it's like a, a uh, JoeCon with the, well, actually the shirt that I'm wearing. The oh, yeah. The, the, the vacuum sealed, uh, vacuum sealed Norton swag they were giving away was a Norton shirt. And the next day, 
everybody because you know they they fold it as much as they can and well, then the rest they kind of shove it all like together a, a postcard size yeah. a t-shirt into and, a postcard and it's like people just open the packages and put the shirt on i'm like that can't be comfortable <laughs> um we also got the box art revealed so that's real exciting i'm loving wow. it wow yeah isn't that great it's very bright <laughs> I so love it. every time every time that you wear that shirt i'm always going to ask you how you're doing and you have to respond as super thanks for asking <laughs> Uh, the only thing we heard. This is a South Park reference. No, baby, I love it. <laughs> I'm just trying to go. We got a I late know. start, so I want to make sure we're not keeping you up late. We we don't want to have any uh, snoring on the podcast. Well, I, I think Obscure 80s for cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only thing for Comic-Con, at least in regard to the four franchises that we heard, was Master Priest Grimlock. So this originally popped up on ToysRUs.com uh, last couple weeks, and it was it was kind of crazy because it showed up, but it was out of stock, and uh, and then the page was removed completely. So um, it was kind of, and that happens a lot with Toys R Us. They will. Uh, put a page up there just as a placeholder kind of, but usually they don't take it back down. So that's kind of interesting. Maybe it was just getting so many hits. Or, or a manager was like, no, <laughs> did you not pay attention to spreadsheet next week, next week? <laughs> <laughs> um, but here's the news that we heard is uh, masterpiece Grimlock for the first time ever. Toys R Us is actually going to have a booth at San Diego Comic-Con. That's really cool. That is cool. This is probably going to be one of the most in demand pieces as well, because it's not going to come out until after Comic-Con and they're not even giving an exact date. But Comic-Con will be the first place that Masterpiece, the Hasbro Masterpiece Grimlock is going to be available. And uh, they did confirm, uh, let me see what it says here. Da, 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 da. It's just a board member from uh, TFW 2005. Uh, yeah, and, and <clears throat> he's saying it does not mean that the day after Comic-Con he'll be in all stores. Uh, so, and he did confirm that fifty nine ninety nine is going to be the U.S. retail price for it. Never mind, I forgot what I was going to ask. So I'm glad I waited. I mean, I'm going to be saving a hundred bucks. I'm going to get the crown instead of the apron. As much as I love the apron and the serving tray, uh, but uh, this is another sixty bucks that I'll be spending at Comic Con. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, uh, so you told me this. What is going to be Toys R Us's like main products there? Like this is the only thing we've heard. Of. This was the first thing that we ever heard of that uh, that they're even going to be there. Oh, so we don't even know like if they're only going to be carrying like. Yeah, I mean, I assume if they're going to be there, they're going to have exclusives. This being yeah. one of them. Um, but they haven't made any other announcements. This is, I mean, this was completely out of left field. That's just still cool. It's exciting. Uh, it is. Um, TFCon, uh, we talked about it last time. Their exclusive Nightbird figure. God, that uh, picture is so cool. <laughs> yeah. 
I am so tempted by this. It's limited to a thousand pieces, Uh-oh. and and I requested the sign up form. Like they have to, they have to email it, sweetie. I'm sorry, what? Jesus, we're getting to that. It's a story. You build up to it. Oh, sorry. Just Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to email them to get the registration form, and you get the registration form. You fill it out. There's an attendee, and there's an, a non-attendee version. Both of them say limited to a thousand, so I don't know if that. I I assume that's a thousand total for both packages, not a thousand each. That wouldn't make sense because they wouldn't have a thousand people attending TFCon. So, but like Mrs. McFavorite revealed, it's a hundred and forty bucks, and this is a deluxe size vehicle. The- this is not. This is this is the size of that vehicle right there of brawn. The one that's not transformed. $140 for that size of vehicle. So you like press a button and it like does it itself. It's all... <laughs> and it cooks you dinner. It, even cut- <laughs> it doesn't have to cook me dinner, but it needs to transform itself. Maybe no. say hi and then they'll even learn your name. <laughs> is it's a fans... It's not fans projects. It's a project done by fans, by one of the third party people. Uh-huh. So it's probably not even going to be as high quality as that. That's what's scary. I mean, it could be better. Like, Fans Project stuff is a little bit better than Hasbro's, but... So, the um, that picture that that you have linked to the TFCon, uh-huh. is that the only picture you, you guys so have far. gotten for it? Yeah, that's just the teaser. And that's why I'm not doing it yet. One, there's going to be ones left over. It's not going to sell out like the like the powered armor, because everybody knew what to expect from the powered armor last year. Oh. They had seen the they had seen the Ultra Magnus armor, so they knew what to expect. So that's it for con news. Uh, new Clone Wars, and not really new, but just some new official picks. And I just hadn't noticed this before. One, we're going to get some reissues of a figure I've yet to find, which is the Snow Snow uh, Armor Rex. Uh, and we're also getting a reissue of uh, Ahsoka. So if you didn't pick her up the second time they released her. But what I was really interested in was... Uh, was this uh, speeder bike with Plo Koon because I literally just watched the last couple episodes of the Clone Wars and this was the speeder bike that was on there. It's a lot like the vintage one with a retooled front, which is really cool. And I don't know if this cannon mounts somewhere on there. Does it come with a dice? Is that what that is? Yeah, the the whole thing for uh, Clone Wars and uh, Saga Legends, and I think even Legacy, is that it's all a card game now. Oh. It's a collectible card game thing. Wow, he's fancy and silver. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. This is the one I'm fucking trying to find. But uh, so uh, we've got pictures of those. Those are all official picks. And then uh, there's also a rumor list of new (gasps) Clone Wars figures, which uh, spoiler, if you don't, I even posted when I put this up on Twitter when it first came out, I was like, there's figure, there's appearance spoilers for Clone Wars season three here. And is it? So spoilers, fast forward. One minute. We're going to say them real quick. So you get a uh, Kiati Mundi, 
flamethrower, clone trooper, clone trooper pilot, R2-D2, R4-P7. The big one I'm excited about is Shock-T. The one you're probably excited about is Baby Boba. Baby Boba. Which now he's more teenager Boba, I guess. He's still Baby Boba. <laughs> uh, Imbo, this is cool. Zombie Geonosin. For, so the one where they had that oh, yeah. little worm thing. Uh, Commander okay. Jet. Quinlan Voss, which they said Quinlan Voss would... George or Dave or somebody said that there would be no gray Jedi. So no dark Jedi, no Jedi that went to the dark side and came back, kind of like Quinlan. But they're saying we're, the rumor is we're getting a Quinlan, Quinlan Boss figure. Uh, Kato Peristi and R7A7. So uh, go check out the show notes. This is from rebelscum.com if you want to see that list. Is the, ba- is, is the baby the, the spoiler? No, the spoiler is uh, Shakti. Oh. Well, some of the other figures are, but Shakti's the big one because okay. we haven't seen her yet. And they've been saying she's coming. But Okay. Uh, okay, we have a Star Wars Q&A highlight. All right, um, are reading questions or answers? Uh, why don't you, we've got two. So do you want to do questions first or answers first? And then um, we'll switch it up on uh, switch it up on the Masters of the Universe. Um, I'll do questions. Hit it. The questions are the links. <laughs> Way to go, Captain <laughs> Obvious. <laughs> Is that what you wanted to say? Well, the yeah. spacing ended up weird here. I'm going to have to fix that in the show yeah. notes. But. Well, I could kind of... Anyway. <laughs> Echo Base Forums. Now that we have... How do you... Sp- Just kerkrock. Kerkrock coming in the expanded universe wave. We Will we ever see figures of Tar- Tarsir and Shaggy? Shaggy. Yeah, that. Shaggy. To recreate the first encounter with General Grievous or Hypori. On Hypori. On Hypori. This was uh, this was in the book that we have yet to read that we actually have on book on cassette. The Which one? Uh, it's the it's a prequel book to Revenge of the Sith. Huh. Oh, I, so it's between Attack of the Clones and yeah, I believe so. Right on. Uh, and it says right now there are no plans to release these characters at this time, and more. And the more that the original clone series fades into memory, the less... Oh, shit. Wow. No, I'm sorry. I I totally forgot that this was the reason why I quoted this. This is actually from the original Tartakovsky Clone Wars series. Okay. So these are the Jedis from there, from the original Tartakovsky. And how does that change the answer? It doesn't, but it... it clarifies that i was fucking wrong about the where this comes from you were wrong uh the more and the more the original clone war series fades into memory the less likely is that we will get to any more characters from the series and i put this in here because it's my favorite series it is it is literally my favorite eu thing for star wars ever period if you can consider it eu since it's actually canon because lucas fucking had a hand in it but I mean that those cartoons are my favorite by far. Dude, I would I love watching those. The Clone Wars cartoons? Oh, the original cartoons yeah. from 6 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, I like those too. So, 
Um, so that kind of sucks. But... Okay. So the Target exclusive Geonosis Arena 2 packs have been out there been out there a while now. What's the verdict then? Will we see a second series of these packs? And can you hint whether we'll see upgrades to our favorite alien Jedi like Pablo Jill? Right? Yeah, okay. Or perhaps a couple <laughs> more new human Jedi using existing Jedi bodies with new head sculpts. I suppose you can tell we like seeing our Jedi get that super articulated upgrade. And it says right now they're right now they are on the plan for later this fall. If it stays on schedule and this is and there is still no guarantee, there will be some cool upgraded figures in there, including one new one. Sorry, but no Pablo Jill this time. Which one's Pablo Jill? I don't know. Okay. Thanks for questioning my making me lose geek cred yeah you totally um, lost it yeah i can't even think right okay. now of who it is but uh that's fine so that's kind of cool we're going to be getting new uh two packs they didn't necessarily say whether they were geonosis arena two packs um but that's kind of cool the appearance of young boba fett in the season finale trailer for star wars the clone wars has the collecting community a buzz We've already heard that Clone Wars Bosk, who is in the trailer, may be on the way in figure form. But what about young Boba? Baby Boba. And in that same regard, his ship, Slave One. Can we expect them to can we expect them in the fall lineup for Clone Wars as well? We will confirm that a young Clone Wars Boba figure is on the way. So that gives a little bit more credence to that rumor list we saw. As for Slave One, we cannot confirm nor deny. You will have to stay tuned. And that just means there is one coming. Yeah. Because they would say there wasn't. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. So. Unless if they're still in the planning stages and they haven't been able to decide if it's going to be worth the cost or not. Well, that's true. Way to think like a business person. That's why I'm thinking about going to school for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, why have battle packs never been packed with DVDs? Our DVD program has been focused on pack-ins for role play, such as greatest lightsaber battles, since this can often be an extra plus up for consumers who haven't yet gotten a lightsaber and help expand our promotional window. The intention of battle packs is to showcase figure value, and DVDs would add costs that would cause us problems with this model. There are some things brewing, though, where we will use DVDs in conjunction with figures, but those details are under wraps. So we are going to be getting DVD figure packs. Um, I, I would assume they may be something in conjunction with uh, Clone Wars. I'm uh, dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, yeah, because the only thing we've seen them is in the Build Your Own Lightsaber. They had the greatest lightsaber battles. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, they even have said that the battle packs are going to be very kid-centric, that they're going to all repacks, you know, soon. There are not going to be any new figures in battle packs soon. Uh, so, makes sense, but I, I love DVD packs, so I'm excited. 
Yay, DVD pegs. 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 I don't know what that was. Anyway, okay. Last season, you confirmed new Endor Commando for the Vintage line. Will it be Jacket Pants Rebel or the Jumpsuit Rebel from the Vintage and Power of the Force 2 line? Ha, 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 ha. Proud of myself. Uh, <laughs> that is longer overdue an update. All right, and they confirm it's the trench coat rebel, similar to the one that Sideshow did. Just did. Okay. Just, Just did. Sorry. There's show notes, not quote. Well, I guess it is a quote, but <laughs> so that's cool. I'm always up for army builders, and I I love the indoor and hot. Uh, rebel troopers. It, well, shit. I even love the Tantive One Rebel troopers. I've come. I've bought every Rebel trooper. Tantive One. The first scene from Star Wars. Princess yep. Leia's uh, diplomat ship. Mm, yep. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, new pictures of uh, the Transformers Collector Club Punch Counterpunch showed up. And I am so glad I pre-ordered these. Uh, the heads look awesome, oh, in my yeah, opinion. He's all... So do you know what this is? I mean, I know we've talked about it on... Transformers? Oh, my God. I know we've <laughs> talked about it on almost every single episode in the last three months. But what this is is a double agent. So this car turns into both him and him. Oh, that's just by just by switching them around. Isn't that cool? And it's a it's a it's an homage to a spy series that they did in vintage. That's really cool. So go to our show notes. So the one figure that I remember back when we first started dating um, was it was this one where he was an Autobot and he went to Septicon and so on the hood is a big old scratch through the Autobot symbol. Who's that? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh. Thanks for questioning my geek cred again. That okay, was like ten years ago. <laughs> I know. There's been a lot of things. But I should know it. I have the toy. I just does don't it remember. sound familiar? Of course it oh, does. Okay. I know. Ex- I can. I could describe the toy to you. In perfect detail, but I just don't remember the name. Okay. <laughs> I'll just so. have to ask somebody else. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Go ask your other boyfriend. Uh, we got a new official images. Nothing that we haven't seen through, uh, through Toy Fair or slides before, but we did put up a link. Uh, the direct link goes to Generations, but there's official images for... Uh, uh, new power combiners, new movie stuff. So if you're interested in those, hit the show notes. Uh, there's going to be an animated prime gold. Oh, I put luck draw gold lucky draw in Japan. This will be eliminated. This will be eliminated. This will be limited <laughs> to a thousand uh, figures. And so it's going to be a gold-plated Optimus Prime, and it looks to be the deluxe version. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I love it. I love the Lucky Draw. They're just ridiculously expensive. They're ridiculously. So this is a $10 toy. This thing will easily go for $200, 250 Jesus. Unless you live in Japan and happen across one, you know, because what they do is they just randomly insert them into cases. Oh. So, 
I mean, it's one of those things where I can imagine it's kind of like the Macquarie's where employees are finding these first, you yes. know, and shit like that, which is good for them, you know. I need to get a job at Target. <laughs> uh, let's see. Figuro scans uh, reveal slash confirm. They reveal a new clear animated Optimus Prime and Hot Rod 2-pack and also confirm uh, Takara Tomy Unicron. Uh, so the Optimus Prime and Hot Rod are looking awesome. So that's them there. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even gotten Hot Rod yet. This hasn't even been released in the United States. And they're already doing remolds of them or repaints, if you want to call them that, because it's molded in clear plastic. So he's awesome. There's your Buzz Lightyear. Yay! The were you Christ. interested in me? I don't know if this is coming out in time for BotCon, but were you interested in me getting this at BotCon? And how big is it again? It's a little bit larger than a deluxe, so a little bit bigger than that car, than Braun over and there. And it's supposed to be it's supposed and to be the be same price as that Mickey bucks. Mouse one. Yeah. Uh, I can't do it. Okay. I cannot justify. <laughs> no. So Unicron looks awesome. Oh, he uh, looks really cool. Yeah. So this is the same guy I have, but he's just repainted a little bit. He has a remolded head which is uh, much more G1 accurate, which is kind of cool. Um, this is already sold out at uh, Bid Bag Toy Store. So <laughs> I don't know if they just did a very tentative number. And, uh, and this one, I know we haven't talked about it before, but this is Sleep Convoy. Um, and I just wanted to take the time since we're looking at it. This is a very cool, when Optimus Prime dies in the 86 movie, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, if you haven't seen the 86 movie, um, that was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, when he dies in that movie, he turns uh, black and white. Ah. So this is him. That's why he's called Sleep Convoy. But what's even cooler that I have only seen till I've only seen right now is that his trailer is all like clear plastic and shit. That is pretty cool. So that's freaking awesome. Is it frosted clear or is it? I think it's just clear and it's, and it's just it's a the, picture. Yeah, it's the flash on it. Yeah. Okay. Because you see it down here. It looks oh, like yeah, it's yeah. just clear. But uh, so check out those scans. Oh, um, like a ghost. <laughs> Next up, we've got uh, a Matty Collector Q&A. Uh, so I'll be reading the questions here. Uh, the Vanishing Orco with Adam is a cool incentive for those attending Comic-Con this year, but most people are going to want the standard figure as well, which is correct. I want them both. Will attendees have the choice to buy the regular or exclusive version at the show, or will the standard Orco be specifically reserved for MattyCollector.com? Only the color change version will be sold at San Diego, San Diego Comic Con. Boo. The standard deco version will be the will be exclusive to MattyCollector.com. So that sucks. I'm still gonna have to go through the whole fucking trying to buy it online bullshit. Okay, so there's the Orco where that comes with Adam and he's you like, put him in water clear. and he goes clear. Yeah, he's semi when he's when he's colored, he's semi clear and then he turns completely clear when you put him in hot and water. And that's the Comic Con exclusive. Yeah. 
And then there's the standard version, which is painted. So he looks more like a real figure. So you know how much I love fucking transparent figures or translucent, whatever you want to call Uh them. So, of course, I want the Comic-Con version, but I I want the painted version because it looks more like Orko. I can, yeah, just sucks that you, but we've got, you've got the Maddie collector thing down to a science. I didn't have any problems for me doing it completely by myself. I mean, you got through faster than I did. I mean, I was close, but you were done by, before I even hit the cart screen. So that's right. (laughs) Did you just let it refresh too? Yeah, I just let it refresh. Okay, because we're well, kind of talking about an inside that- thing here. So Mrs. McFavorite got online and helped me out with Maddie Collector because I was I really worried. Own, I have my own little account now. Because <laughs> oh. I was really worried about Titus, which was it was good because uh, Titus sold out in eight minutes and Optic sold out in 15 minutes. And you already got Optic as your... As my monthly okay. figure. Um, so uh, so I asked her to get on. She got on five minutes before, and it was already refreshing. Yeah. I got on right at 10, again, with my same configuration as last time. I had both browsers going on at work and both browsers at home. And, uh, and she beat me in, being patient the way she should have, by not refreshing or doing anything. But the one I got closest on was Internet Explorer here at home constantly hitting refresh. That's the one I got closest on. Well, see, that's really that's funny that you say it that way because the reason why I didn't hit it, what, it didn't do the refresh was because, one, it told me not to, and then, two, because it says you will lose your place in the queue. Yeah, supposedly, but... The, and so the, I was like, I don't want to lose my place in the queue. I'm not going to lose a Titus for you because this is my first time doing it without you. <laughs> well, no, and now it's the right thing to do. But like I say, last month, the one I got through the fastest, astronomically faster than everything else, was the one I came in three minutes after the sale started, uh-huh. and I just kept hitting refresh. That's the one I got through with. It refreshes every three seconds, though. I know, but I can hit refresh every two seconds or every every half a second, really. I can go refresh, refresh, Then that refresh. means that you hitting refresh like that is is trumping something in their system. Yeah. So You're that guy that's pushing I his know, way to the front I'm of the, the line. One, yeah, I am. And I'm, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Hopefully with June, everything's going to calm down. Oh, Things are going to last a, at least a day. And no one's going to have to worry about it. And scalpers will quit fucking being all up on it. You oh, know, they'll, they'll never stop being all up. on Well, it. I know. But if it doesn't sell out so quickly, I mean, it's yeah, I guess that's like, true. It's, it's a deterrent. Bait. Yeah, it's scalper yeah. bait that it sells out in five minutes. It's just like tickets to the Rolling Stones. There, there's so many people that just do it to sell them afterwards because they'll be available to stand in line or get online, you know? Yeah. Um, Those so bastards. Next up, uh, will the new uh, Masters of the Universe Classics Club subscription be an initial $20 like it was for 2009? And will there be an option to have faster shipping available to people not in the USA? 
Yes, there will be a $20 sign-up fee for the 2011 subscription, which covers the subscription-only figure like Wondar, like Wondar was. We are working in more shipping options. That does, we are working in more shipping options all the time, but nothing to announce quite yet. So... So people overseas that are buying this, I, I, I haven't paid much attention to it. I kind of, if it doesn't pertain to me, I, you know, I'm kinda, skim over it. Yeah, but uh, so I guess people internationally have had been having some slow delivery times. I guess I, I have this opinion just because I buy so many goddamn toys. I don't really care when I get my toys. But I guess if the only toys you were buying were these Maddie Club figures, you know, these Masters of the Universe figures, uh-huh. you would want them to get, you know, you'd be real uh, anxious to get them. Yeah. Me, they're just like, oh, here's another box, you know. Like, I didn't open my Maddie stuff till this weekend when we got it on what? Thursday. Monday. Oh, it was Thursday. I thought we got it, it Monday. It was either or- Thursday or Friday. Oh, I got, oh. My, I got my monthly figures Monday or Tuesday, but we didn't get the tightest figure until thursday or so yeah so but uh let's see uh masters of the masters of the the chronicles Chronicles. masters of the universe chronicles which is a podcast that's part of the pop culture network which does that new toy smell that i really like uh they do a podcast it's with chris vent he's a he's a british fan uh he did a interview with scott nylick the uh, brand manager for Masters of the Universe Classics. And it was, it was a very cool podcast. I, I have the link to it in the show notes. So if you want to listen to it, go to that. Uh, but the best thing to come out of it is he did confirm that the uh, DCUC, so the DC Universe Classics and the Masters of the Universe Classic 2-packs are going to continue. They did that well that they are going to continue. Um, but he said there won't be any new, uh, new packs until 2011. So no new packs this year, but it will continue, which is cool. Anything to get masters universe classics at retail, in my opinion, is a good thing. Um, and then something we already talked about Titus and sold out in eight minutes, optic in 15 minutes. Uh, we're going to take a break and be right back. Now Skeletor charges into battle with awesome artillery. Nothing can stop it! Nothing except Beam Blaster. It actually fires a light beam to stop artillery. Give up, Beam Fire! And Skeletor, but only with a bullseye to the evil eye. Figures sold separately. You supply the batteries. I have the power. New artillery Beam Blaster set. The first light action weapon ever from the Masters of the Universe. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into our store report. And I was a bad boy. I didn't update my Twitter with what I've seen, but I haven't seen much. Uh, uh, I can't even think of, like, I saw the five packs, the uh, Force Unleashed five packs at Toys R Us, but I didn't see any of the EU wave like everybody's been seeing. Um but uh, Jamie did write in with the store report. Uh, he was able to pick up most of the Jedi wave, but he still has not seen Slave Leia or Neum Num. And what's 
what's funny is Niam Nam is actually a peg warmer here, at least in regard to legacy. You know, legacy doesn't hang around very long, but Niam Nam has hung around quite a bit here. And I contribute that to it's just not the Revenge of the Jedi, Revenge of the Jedi, Return of the Jedi uh, deco. You know, it's a different deco on him. Uh, he also found Jason Solo from the EU wave. Uh, so I forgot to ask him where he saw it. I would assume it's Toys R Us, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to assume that he had Toys R Us's down there. So uh, when you get a chance, Jamie, let us know where you saw that EU wave. Um, he also said he's seen a lot of Transformers he never saw in the movie. So I don't know if this is the later waves, the later movie waves, or if he's actually seeing the new Transformer waves. Because there was also a report that that the new Transformers are hitting down under. So uh, power core combiners, uh, the scouts in the yellow packaging. Um, so all the stuff that we'd kind of wow, seen at that's Toy one Fair. Hell on the shelf. Yeah. Or pegs, you mean? Yeah, that too. <laughs> so. Um, Section. Oh, is that Bumble Spud? I was like, is that a new thing? So. Don't I have. Oh, yeah, I yeah, know. Bumble yeah. Spud. Um, so that's kind of crazy that, uh, Australia is getting these so ahead of time. Um, and I'm wondering if that's what Jamie is actually seeing as all the new, uh, transformers. So, uh, hit us up, let us know, uh, check out the show notes, Jamie, let us know if those are the ones you're seeing, or if you're just seeing some of the ones we've gotten over the last couple months here. Uh, in the ads, Target has the Star Wars Lego Hoth Echo Base on sale for 15 bucks. That's 10 bucks off its $25 regular price tag, and it's an awesome set. This is the first set we, or not the first set, but you get a Tauntaun in this set, a Lego Tauntaun. Right on. Um, and, of course, when Target puts one really good set on sale or one set on a really good sale. The other ones are also on sale, but usually just like 10 to 15% off. Um, and, uh, via Jedi Mike, uh, Target also has their figures marked down to four ninety nine to match, uh, Toys R Us. Wow. So now we have the three of the biggest big box retailers. So Toys R Us, Walmart or yeah, Walmart and Target, all with uh, Star Wars figures less than five bucks. Can't fucking beat that, man. That's fucking Revenge of the Sith pricing there five years ago. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Um, oh. And and he said that it uh, he had heard that that was till July, so you still have a lot of time to jump on those sales over at Target. Um, Mike Burns also hit me up. He let me know that he was finding the 25th anniversary Joe's at family dollar for three bucks. So remember we went to big lots just last weekend to pick up some Joe's at uh four bucks a piece. Yep. Uh, he says they're $3 at family dollar, but the only difference is, is, uh, Big Lots has a huge selection. You know, they have three or four aisles of toy, or two or three aisles of toys. Uh -huh. Whereas Family Dollar, you know, has that has that section. Yeah, it has like a half an aisle of section. toys. <laughs> yeah. No, you're thinking of Dollar Tree. Oh, 
this is Family Dollar. The one they have up in Wyoming is probably the one we go to the most. Oh. So it, it's an oh, aisle. Yeah, yeah. It's like a half an aisle of toys. Yeah, but. no, you're right. You're right. So he said there wasn't many, but he was able to pick up a Python Patrol Crimson Guard, which I love the subseries. I just hate the head mold on that. The head mold on it is all pointy and everything. That's why but. it's at Family Dollar. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry to say (laughs) online uh, there's a huge update from cobrastickers.com so kind of like repro labels for uh, Transformers Uh, they have uh, G.I. Joe stickers so one of the main things that they show at the very top was what I was interested in are crossover stickers so I do like that the Cobra Decepticon oh, crossover. I love that shit. I love it. I like the um, Autopot. The Auto Autopot. <laughs> <laughs> so their uh, price cuts. They're ten percent off. Um, they're okay. I mean, the Autobot ones are okay, but again, the- do they come in the size so I can put them on my nails again? Uh, they might be. It looks like it's a multi-pack. I don't know how small these smallest ones are. Uh, I don't know. I would say that's about this big. No, they're probably a little they're too, too big. big. Yeah. Darn. <laughs> that was fun. But yeah, you gotta you gotta figure out what you're gonna be wearing this year. I know. Um, but they have tons. Choices. Yeah, they have. Tons of new fucking uh, uh, repro stickers for them. There's a Night Raven Rise of Cobra Custom. Uh, there's Night Raven Rise of Cobra Retro. Uh, Sky Striker Tiger Rats. And then uh, one of my favorites is uh, new faction uh, stickers. So they've got like Star Brigade frac- factions. Uh, they've got, uh, the rise of Cobra in different colors. So if you really like the new movie stickers, uh, and so definitely check those out. Uh, next up, uh, spy monkey creations have released a new product. We we've talked about this briefly on another show, but this is a, uh, a, uh, fan company that does weapons that are mostly intended for masters of the universe classics for that kind of six inch uh line um their shields are pretty damn awesome the pictures we have are from action figure picks and they actually have them uh teamed up well with who should have what so there's a a shield for skeletor uh which is really cool one for Triclops, which matches cool. I even like how the eye is There's like Triclops. Same, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, one for Webster that matches his orange scheme. Uh, 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 one for Randor, which is really cool with the blue crystal in it. Yeah. Uh, one for Man at Arms. And oh, that's just kind of an odd one. For Hellboy. And one for Hellboy. <laughs> um, Just but, in case if you didn't know he was part of that series. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, again, like I said before, these are a little overpriced in my opinion. These are $10 a piece for an accessory for a $20 toy. They're how much a piece? $10. What? Yeah. 
So I could see maybe a, a you know a bulk pack where you get all five shields at five bucks a piece, or even just doing them singles for five bucks. But they're just a little expensive. Yeah. And the shields are the best one of the bunch so far, in my opinion. They mm -hmm. have the swords and the axes. And I don't think those are even as cool as the shields. Um, but yeah, 10 bucks a piece, it's, it's just a little pricey. But again, it, you're supporting fan work, you know, which is important. And that's, that's where it, it makes it. It's a tough call. Yeah. I mean, again, I just, maybe I, I might get one. I think if it was at a show, somewhere where I was taking a lot of money, ex expecting to spend a lot of money, yeah, I'd grab one or two for the mm -hmm. hell of it. But ordering it online when I'm like, hmm, $10 on eBay goes a lot further, you know? And is $10 just for one shield? Yeah. Yeah. Or one I'm, sword or one axe. Are there other products? Yeah, I have a hard time buying $10 underwear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll cut that out. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, sales and promos. The only thing really this week is uh, Brian's Toys is offering 10% off with the code 10 off that's t-e-n-o-f-f -F. if you're interested in that again they do a lot better promotions so this one's kind of eh. um all right next up what we got and I we actually got, got something yeah i was gonna say i got a lot too which yeah is of course you got a lot you actually usual. Yeah, but I actually got something. You got several things. I got some things. All right. Uh, well, here. Well, that's on our show notes, so let, we'll go through it here. First up, Serial Geek, as we talked about on a previous podcast, put out two new PDF specials. Uh, one is Serial Geek Electric Boogaloo, and one is Serial Geek Active Activity. Uh, activity. So uh, the first one, it features pinups and animation art from the first seven issues. So they're only on five. So he's including artwork from two issues that haven't even been released yet. So that's kind of cool. As well as anim animation art uh, that is yet to be assigned to an issue. So not only do you get artwork from two unreleased issues, you get artwork from things that haven't even been planned to be put into the, his magazine yet. Nice. Um, and let's see, uh, the activity version is, uh, pays homage to the coloring and activity books that we all grew up with in the eighties within this PDF. You'll find page after page of serial geek based illustrations to color word searches, spot the differences, etc. So I thought you might like that one. That we, is I might cool. print that one out at work for you before oh, we go on a trip. Yay! <laughs> Since it's a hundred pages, I don't want to print it out at home. <laughs> Probably we have enough paper nor ink to do that at home. So those are cool. Again, these are fucking. They came out. Uh, they're a buck fifty in euros. Which uh, when I bought them, of course, this always varies day to day. When I bought them. That made them two dollars and twenty three cents a piece. Oh, for a, 
a hundred page, page again it's, it's well it's digital so you still have to be able to print it if you want to do the activity there and, is the cost behind that but if you just have it just because you want it and there's stuff in it you know that's not bad yeah that's and, not bad and, at all. And you get to print the things that you want if you choose to print things. Oh, that's actually that's smart. So if you want to, if you're not into word searches, but you want to do fucking coloring or something, yeah, yeah, because and for I'm, kids, yeah, because you could print out the same thing for kids, so they're all coloring the same pictures to see mm -hmm. their own interpretation. That and, is really cool. Mm -hmm. Check see? you out. So parents. Two twenty-five cheaper. I would assume that's cheaper than a coloring book nowadays. I I'd assume. No, they're color, still pretty cheap. Are they? I thought they'd be at I, least three bucks nowadays. I like to buy coloring books, and then I don't color them. You usually get through one, one and a half. But yeah, that's true. <laughs> but again, if if two bucks makes you happy for an hour, that's yeah. worth it. Shit. Oh yeah. It just totally just takes you away. You're just totally focused on a picture. It's fun. So go check those out. I, I cannot recommend them more. They are very, very awesome. Um, let's see. Of course, our Maddie, our Maddie, uh, order came in for the week. So I of course got my optic and Titus. And I got my Walter Peck with containment unit. You mean you got your containment unit with, with Walter, Walter Peck. Peck. Actually, you're right. <laughs> and actually, the name says it's Walter Peck, but the figure is Vincent Price. <laughs> he does. He looks a lot like Vincent Price. Anybody else who got this figure, you've got, unless if it's just the mold that I got, I'm telling you what, it's Vincent fucking Price. That is not Walter Pat. Yeah, if his hair was thinning maybe a little on the well, top. Walter... Like the, a young Vincent that, Price. Yeah, that the, the actor that plays Walter Peck, his features are not that sharp. Yeah, I agree. And, I agree. and his mustache and everything in the movie is not pencil thin like that. So... Yeah. It's kind of a, sh I wouldn't say it's a shitty mold, but it's not an, it's not an accurate mold because the mold looks close good. As, it's not as good as the oh, other yeah. figures. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. So I, but I'm still super excited about it. I'm, I'm figuring out like a really cool display for all my Ghostbusters and stuff like that. So once I get them all, I'll, I might actually open them. I was going to say she's opening more and more toys. It's, it's scary. I know. Cause I'm running out of wall space. <laughs> uh, let's see we also took advantage of the hasbro 20 percent off with free shipping promotion again this is the exact yes. reason to follow us because this literally came out after our last podcast but it expired two days ago so it yeah. came after our last podcast but expired before we could put out another podcast so yeah. if, if you're wanting to find out about this stuff or if you didn't hear that's right hasbro did 20 percent off of every well everything except for in-demand stuff like cases and exclusives yeah. um and free shipping on top of that they had tons of transformer like bludgeoned one of the most one of the most uh popular voyager figures was on sale for 15 bucks and then you got 20 percent off and free shipping so i mean it came out to be like 12.50 shipped for one of the best voyager figures they've put out in years i'm excited for you well, you should be excited for you. I already oh, I'm bought. I bought it already, so I didn't buy it again because I couldn't return it. 
um uh so uh in my hasbro order oh shit i'm gonna have to log in here oh boo. Uh, here. do i get to talk about what i got then yeah go ahead all right so well, no, i don't need to log in i i know what i got but go ahead you and talk what about got? what you got all right so i added to my mr pita hate Wow, really? Did I just... Uh, <laughs> um, my Mr. Potato Head collection, I got Tony Starch for Iron Man. And then um, for my favorite Disney movie of all time, and that does that excludes the princesses because that's a different category. <laughs> Cinderella is my favorite princess movie of all time. But for Toy Story, and this is Toy... The box is Toy Story 3, but whatever um i got spud lightyear <laughs> and i think that they kind of ran out of creativity when they came to woody but it's woody's tater roundup i mean it's cool it's, it's the name of the show it it is and it you know it, it but you look at it at all the optimash prime r2 potato 2 yeah, you, you know think they could I mean, I guess what we should have done is brainstormed and had a better name for them for the show. Yeah. But I'm working on being prepared. But anyway. If um, anybody can think of a better name for a Woody Potato Head, please let us know and we'll we'll talk about it on the next show and give you some credit. There you go. Um, but I'm excited because I've got more Mr. Potato Heads. Yay! Yay! And uh, I have officially needed to come up with a whole Mr. Potato Head display. Because where it's at now, it's running out of room. <laughs> Actually, it's not running well, out of room. I'm running out of height. Yeah, I was going to say um, approximately. Don't think about it too much or it'll be blank. Oh, I've got about air. 20. 20. It's quite a few potato heads. Yeah. Especially considering you really only... Because you only have one original potato head, right? Well, you have the big two-pack that you got that yeah. was the original mr and mrs potato head yeah that that's super oh i gotta put that on my desk. but most of them are licensed potato heads star wars or transformers yeah. or something yeah awesome. all that and that's what that's what started it off was when the star wars came out with the mr potato heads yeah, the darth tater yeah it and it really and i was like oh my god i used to love mr potato head as a kid and so oh you have a niche. I have a niche. Other than Cabbage Patch Kids, which isn't part of his four franchises. <laughs> it is one of the greatest franchises of the female 80s. Sure. It is. Cabbage Patch Kids? Are you kidding me? Oh, Cabbage Patch. I thought you were talking about Potato Heads. No. Potato Heads is just a classic. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it, it's, it, it is a classic. It may not be one of the most diverse... Or wasn't back then. Yeah. Now it is. Now it's getting crazy. Um, so what I took advantage of is I bought a second Nest Battle Pack uh, with the Soundwave and Bumblebee because those were on sale for $13. Then you got 20% off and free shipping. So those ended up being ten fifty, you know, for a two-pack. 
Uh, so I got another one of those. I got um, Star Wars Battle Packs, uh, the Kyle Katarn and the Yuzhan Vong Warrior. And, uh, I just love that name, Yuzhan Vong. <laughs> and the Lumaya and Luke comic pack, because I already had them, but comic packs are the one things that I keep uh, mint and package. And I really wanted to open these. One for the huge Yuzhong Vong figure, and one because uh, Lumaya comes with a light whip, a, a oh, lightsaber yeah, yeah. whip. Okay, I remember this now. So, um, and then I got, uh, I forget what it's called, like I, City Strike, I know is G.I. Joe, but it's like Nest Strike uh, Sideswipe. He's the Sideswipe with the cool red tinted windows. And uh, and then probably one of the coolest things uh, is I got the light bright refill the transformers ah, light bright so refills. Cool. That's gonna be exciting. One of the one of the blogs I uh, I I read is called Robopocalypse, and he did this whole article on the vintage transformers packs. As well as these uh, new ones that they put out. And I was just like, oh, I have got to get me a light bright. It looks <laughs> so damn cool. So I, I'm going to start hunting down. Uh, I'm, I think I'm just going to go to like Goodwill and stuff and see if I can find an old one. If not, I'll, I'll go to Target and buy a new one. Because the new one's my... the cube. It's got four sides to oh, it. Oh, as shit. opposed to the... Yeah, just like the easel one which yeah but uh so i'm excited about those you think you might have yours i'll ask my mom if she remembers seeing that in the stuff that that's in storage oh. <laughs> so along it, with it, all my extra pegs once i do that <laughs> i've i've been meaning to try to get uh better about doing blog posts because the site was never meant to just be a site for the podcast. It was meant to be a site. I mean, that's why our tagline is, is it's the official podcast of openyourtoys.com, the site dedicated, because the site was supposed to be all about toys and shit. And I'm just too lazy to do blog posts is what or it turns out. Or maybe it evolved into something different than what you planned. Well, yeah. Twitter came along was what it was. <laughs> I was like, shit, I could do 140 character blog posts? Doom. Done. And so, <laughs> but uh, I am going to try to get better. So if I, once I get a light break, I will do a blog post about it. Um. Go ahead. Did you want to say something? I know. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, off of eBay, I picked up a very cool uh, Masters of the Universe 2-pack from the 2000X line. It is uh, uh, Wolf Armor He-Man and Snake Armor Skeletor. So uh, the one shitty thing is, is I got it for an amazing price. So I, I didn't bitch anything too much. I just let the guy know, but when he shipped it, he cut the box down to fit the figures. Well, when you cut a box, it ruins the integrity of it. So yeah. what happened? Something must have got stacked on it, and it crushed the box. Yeah, I got I got home, and I I always go out and because I get home before he does, and so I always just look out on the front porch because I come in through the back. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked down and I was like, wow, really? <laughs> like, it was so crazy. 
the tape completely tore away from the box, the box and everything. I was just like, oh, that's shitty. And what <laughs> sucks is this is such an amazing piece to be in the box. I, I literally bought it to not take out of the box. Yeah. It's got a VHS with it and everything. It's just an amazing window box. It doesn't and look bad. It wasn't horrible. Far away. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> horrible, but... Uh, it's an, it's frustrating enough. Yeah. So I just, again, I got it for even shipped. I got it less than what this guy paid originally for it. Yeah. So I, I just sent him a message like, FYI, don't do this again. You know? Kind yeah. Of Cause thing. you might get the guy that's just like this fucking asshole. Oh and dude, gives him I, bad could, I could see feedback. it. If, if you were a mint and box exclusive collector, cause the main reason why I bid on it was, it was like boxes in amazing shape, you know? Yeah. Not when I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, at least it wasn't, comp at least it's not like my mom's a hurrah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and perhaps the coolest thing we got this week. Dun, 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 dun. Weird Al tickets. We're gonna go see Weird Al. We're gonna go see Weird Al. Yeah, I got loud. Sorry, I got excited. Well, not really, because you backed away from the mic, so they could hardly. Subcon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, Weird Al is on tour again. And uh, and he's coming to our area. This will be the first time I've ever seen Weird Al. I've never seen Weird Al either. Yeah, it's, it's all been through movies and whatever else he does. And what's nice is uh, uh, Mrs. McFavor and I are very cheap. We never buy the Incredibly. best tickets for anything. Well, we bought the best tickets for uh, Last Comic Standing, and but not oh, for Cheech and Chong. Cheech and Chong, we got the next level. That's why we were so far back. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and then I then I got to actually see the show when it came out in in a movie because <laughs> I don't remember being there. <laughs> oh, that's another time. If you, if you're ever hanging out with us, ask us about the Cheech and Chong show. <laughs> uh, so Weird Al. Uh, totally awesome uh so we got the cheap seats which is the so there's a orchestra there's a mezzanine and then we got the balcony so we're the third level but we're dead center and we're right on an aisle because i always we always try to get aisle seats because mrs McFavorite's a little claustrophobic very claustrophobic um and i don't like having to walk past people if i want to get up so mrs mcfavorite gets the aisle and we switch off sometimes yeah. you're nice if the people we're sitting next to aren't total freaks yeah, you'll switch with me <laughs> it's, a, it's a bubble thing it's a personal bubble thing but yeah we'll switch off especially if it's ultra cramped like the paramount is yeah um i'll i'll sit one thing in one seat the the inside seat so he can put his legs out to the side yeah, no shit <laughs> so we're excited for that and what's crazy okay so we get back from comma we get back from comic-con on monday we take monday off we go to work tuesday weird al is thursday and you have this all off don't you or no you have from your birthday to to 
C5. C5. I have, off. yeah. Oh, I So the then the next week, you go awesome. back to work. For, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was talking. I was about just it. saying, is that the first two weeks of August are going to be awesome? Yeah. Because I won't be working. <laughs> well, and you think of it. Uh, so you go Comic Con, Weird Al, then you start your vacation, then we go to C5. Yeah. So it's going to be pretty fucking amazing. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Yay. <laughs> All right, so that's it for what we got. I, I picked up a few things in stores, but it's more just because I was bored and there's nothing new in stores. It's just yeah. Shit ever that since I've... he got off his cane, he's been making toy runs again, making up for missing out. <laughs> um, but uh, we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and we'll be back with our weekly toy review because we actually have one two weeks in a row or two shows in a row. It's amazing. Oh, that's ridiculously cute. All right, okay, my dog go. is ridiculous. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. Peace. Oh, my, my, this here Anakin guy. Maybe Vader someday later. Now he's just a small fry. He left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye. Saying, soon I'm going to be a Jedi. Soon I'm going to be a Jedi. All right, guys, welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get into our weekly toy review. And what seems to be more common than not, our weekly toy review really doesn't have to do anything with the four franchises. You um, need to update that. Hi, baby. Thank I just you. realized that. Sorry. That's okay. That's behind the scenes stuff that people aren't supposed to know about. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the figure we're actually going to be reviewing this week is from the Playmakers line. We talked about this in a uh, grab bag section uh, quite a few months ago, actually. Uh, this is the McFarlane Toys Derek Jeter. And now, again, this is Playmakers. This isn't the kind of statue-style uh, sports figures that McFarlane's used to doing. Did McFarlane ever do any other, like, three-and-three-quarter figures? Because I don't think I've ever seen, not even when we went to his stores. Yeah, no, no. I mean, they did the little miniature, like, uh, two-and-a-half-inch ones. Uh-huh. And then they've uh, done the Halo ones, which... Uh, I would consider Halo probably four and a half to five inch, maybe. Um, so these are three and three quarter. These figures are just and fucking awesome. 21 points of articulation in a three and three quarter figure. Uh, so you can get a lot of your, you know, the most popular all, you know, most popular baseball stars out there. Uh, uh, me being a Yankee fan, of course, I went with Jeter. Fuck A-Rod. As much as he's a good player, he's a shitty person, in my opinion. Isn't Jeter uh, an asshole, too, though? Uh, people say he is, yeah. But, but he's pretty. <laughs> he's so pretty. Uh, so you can buy two different versions of this Jeter figure. You can get a gloved version, so a fielding version, uh-huh. which will have him in his baseball hat. Um, the one I chose was his batting version. So he comes with a batter, uh, batter's helmet and a bat and that was the main thing is he had two open hands and then he actually came with a quote weapon. That's why I chose this one <laughs> over the fielding version. Yeah. And when you were explaining the, um, the fielding version, that is kind of shitty that like it comes, one of his hands has a glove on it and that's, yeah, like, and it, that's, that's all limiting. she wrote. Yeah. 
so it it, it kind of takes away from it so the batting one is a lot better yeah so uh 21 points of articulation you've got a ball jointed head you've got these crazy like hinge swivel they're not shoulders what would you call that what is that your lats is that your lats this part here uh then you have ball jointed shoulders uh you have uh, a bicep swivel you have a fucking uh elbow hinge you have a a it's more of a forearm it's where their uh sweat bands would go swivel you've got uh you've got a hinged wrist um you've got a uh I missed one uh, of those a hinged uh, torso, a hinged waist. The shitty part about it is his hip is hinged oh, instead snap. of instead of ball jointed like you would expect it to be. It it makes the figure look a little bit better, you know, because the lines are smoother having a hinged hip. Um, you have a hinged thigh. You have a double hinged knee. And then you have um, a ball joint, you have ball jointed ankles. So, I mean, the thing is absolutely amazing, especially be- the, those, uh, those, and God, I, I don't know, for lack of a better word, those hinged lats are the coolest it, thing it, for it's essentially a where figure. his pecs are. Like, yeah, if people are, that's, that's probably a little bit of an easier explanation it's the hinge goes his shoulders fold in yeah fold in and fold back yeah at his pecs so you can literally i mean you can literally put this guy's arms like he could give you a hug yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so i mean he's awesome the the sculpting is beautiful like the wrinkles in his uniform yeah Um, the only thing I don't like is, it, especially again on those lats or those pecs and the ch- and the pecs. chest. Yeah, and the and the chest too. They didn't paint the stripes because he's in his classic Yankee pinstripe. They didn't paint the stripes on there, so you get big. If you put them in certain positions, you get big blank white spots where yeah. there should be stripes. But and- uh, I mean, shit for. Eight bucks. I think I it's paid seven eighty eight at Walmart or something for it. It really is, and like I said, McFarlane is just fucking amazing. The joints I are love McFarlane. The joints are a little loose. Yeah, Those pec joints, ex- you, especially. And you never know. It's it's a thing of is that I think that's figure to figure because my um, my R two D two Lego watch. Uh huh. This one, everything's a lot tighter than my original one that I drunkenly lost. (laughs) I'm not allowed to wear any of my Christmas presents out when we go drinking because I lose them (laughs) and then I have to replace them. So, I mean, even if you're not a baseball fan, uh, I mean, I would suggest picking one of of these up just for the fuck of it, just for the for the engineering. Yeah. You know, if you're a three and three quarter fan. And you want to see something on par with like, I mean, this is close to that sideshow, the sideshow mm-hmm. Crimson Guard or Crimson Cobra Commander that we fucking did. I think it, I think it has 30 
you know, which is, again, that's a shitload more. It's, on, you know, 50% well, more, but... You're talking about G.I. Joe and they're like and a, the masters and a of articulation. A 12-inch yeah. compared to 75% smaller. Well, you can smaller. fit more articulation on a bigger figure, yeah. can't you? Well, yeah, of course. That's why. But So the most articulated three-and-three-quarter figure that's ever been available, mass retail at It's least. incredibly impressive. Um, so listener and feedback... Uh, I guess because we're not running a contest, we're not getting too much. <laughs> I'm just fucking with them. But, uh, no, you're not. Call us. Just because we're not giving away free shit doesn't mean we don't want to talk to you. Come and what's on. funny is we are going to be giving away free shit, but it's not going to be voicemail this time. I think Whoa, that... Hey. Oh, I'm, that's how I feel about it, okay? No. <laughs> I'm knocking things over. Um, I think we should just keep... Doing the, the voice. contest before? Yeah. I don't want to do that because it's. Peer we're, pressure, we're, peer pressure. <laughs> no, we're just alienating people that either don't have the time or yeah. maybe don't want to fucking, you know. I don't like to hear my voice on radio. That's for fucking sure. When I used to leave voicemails with like nope. Swan and fucking TF Wire and shit like that, I I hated when I heard myself. I, I, I cringe think I every time horrible. I have to listen to this damn thing and edit. See, you sound sexy. I sound no, I like don't. a big. Uh, okay. I sound like a big slow sloth. Like, oh, okay, right. but anyway, this is this isn't stroking one's <laughs> ego or whatever. Uh, so uh, the only listener feedback that we got really this week is a correction. So we were saying we 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 couldn't tell from the voicemail or the transcript what Mister Big Bow name was for sure so he wrote in and and he corrected us he gave me the correct spelling of his name and i corrected that in last week's show notes too um so it's mr big bow b-o so it's not mr big boat or mr big bow and arrow or whatever so we what did i say it was because i didn't think it was mr big boat and you were like it's big boat and i was like Okay. <laughs> I don't remember what you said, but the the fact was is we were both terribly wrong. Really wrong. And we apologize because as Jessica with one S knows, it's very annoying when people don't get your name right. Yeah. I'm very, 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 very sensitive to that. So we apologize. And now we know that you're Mr. Big Bo. You're Mr. Big Bo. So, uh... That's a correction for there. All right, into grab bag. We've got quite a bit of shit in grab bag, but we're going to go through it kind of quick here. First up, G.I. Joe, a Rise of Cobra 2 script was leaked. Um, <laughs> I think Jamie said he read this if I wasn't. Maybe he's talking about the Masters of the Universe script. But um, So this script hit, again, we're not going to go into any detail about it. I didn't even read any detail about it. So I can't even say more than it's out there. If you want to find it, it's on the web. See, here's my question about it. And I know that you want to move through these quickly, but in the, because there was also a Harry Potter um, Deathly Hallows script leak because I apparently somebody went to happy hour with the script and left it at the restaurant like that like the iphone like the 4g iphone yeah <laughs> it's like these people deserve to be fired <laughs> like seriously anyway um 
who is leaking this stuff? Because if it's a true fan, why would they want to have that type of shit ruined for them? You know? Yeah. Like, I don't... Okay, spoiler alert. Like, the whole thing with Avatar and the the ending with Sigourney Weaver. Uh Uh-huh. That was my my only spoiler. Oh, really? And I was livid. I was like... Fucking how many months did I avoid all of these spoilers <laughs> to have three days before the damn, b- before the time we actually got to see the movie, I have part of the ending ruined. I just, as a, as a true fan, I don't understand how anybody would want to spoil a movie for anybody. So who's leaking this stuff? I, I see a more malicious... Well, to the there, there's there's two different there's two different camps when it comes to this when when it comes to fandom in general okay so there's the camp that wants to know everything about everything mm-hmm. you know there I mean I've even gotten to the point doing the doing this show where like I'm almost disappointed going into toy going into the toy aisle now. Because I know what to expect. I know what I'm looking for. Like before, before I got into collecting heavily about five years ago, you know, I always collected, you know, we would go to the toy aisle every once in a while and every, and I would pick up a, a, a Star Wars figure that I'd never seen and, you know, shit like that. And it was always such a big surprise and such a joy. Like when the, when the original Clone Wars figures came out, the original realistic versions of Clone Wars, mm-hmm. you know, the Yoda that has the bandolier and oh, everything. Yeah, yeah. When I first saw those, I'm like, oh, my God, these are amazing, you know? And I and I was just like, where are these from? You know, why is this toy? Why is this toy line exist? This is the coolest thing ever. Now I don't ever get that, you know, because we're so involved in the toy collecting community everything is spoiled by a post one way or another before it hits stores or comic-con or you know but would you look at it more as as the people who quote-unquote come across this information directed more towards the movies like these script leaks because it seems like every damn movie has a script leak. Oh, somewhere. I think it's narcissism myself. Is it? Is the it? The people that are actually leaking it, I think they're leaking it for press. Okay. I don't think they're my... leaking it because they think they're doing the fan community a big favor, or, or just like, or anything like that. I think because the only other thing I could think of is that. You know where you're. You've got this secret, and you're just so excited about it. It's just like ah, it's just a surprise party, and I can't contain myself. I have to leak it. Yeah. You know that's the only other thing I could think of because that it's just it seems so fucking malicious and not towards the production it's not company. Because I see it there's as a, there's a group of people out there. Malicious might be a little harsh. There's a but group of people you know out I mean? there. Yeah, there's a group of people that want to read it. The first thing you know. There's a people that, I mean, even our listeners may be those people that clamor for the news as as soon as it comes out. You know, that's what we're doing. 
we're reporting this shit as it comes out, as yeah. it breaks. Whereas, later. <laughs> whereas, you know, a purist might be like, I don't even want to know something comes out until it hits my store, Yeah, you know, and same thing with movies, you know, there's people that are just want to know every movie leak possible. And then there's people that are just like, oh my God, I cannot listen to podcasts for the next six months because I don't want anything ruined, you yeah. know, and, and, and. I really go back and forth. You know, I avoid spoilers on purpose when it comes to movies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But yet, toys are spoilers. We find out about toys that were coming out in Revenge of the Fallen when I didn't yeah. even know what was going on with the movie, but we found out about these toys. So I knew this, I knew there was going to be an ice cream this, truck, the, yeah. you know, with twins, you know, kind of thing. But all right. So, okay. So uh, the the is it Rise of Cobra yeah. two script was leaked. Yeah. So it, <laughs> Jamie, if I don't know if it was Jamie that that read it or not, I know someone that I that I chat with read it and said it was pretty good as far as fandom goes. You know, because a lot of people were disappointed with the first one mm -hmm. that this second one was better as far as vintage a real american hero kind of stories goes so uh right. transformers a new war for cybertron characters were announced uh this included uh what's going what the hell just oh it's taking us to this um taking us to the flash site which is going to take forever uh it's side swipe thundercracker and one more were revealed so uh go Oh, see it crash the fucking oh, shit. Boo. Um, <laughs> uh, luckily, I know the next story. Also for War for Cybertron is that there is going to be a comic tie-in uh, created for it. Nice. Right now, the only proof of this is a... Uh, let's see, where did oh, it say? I like that art. A unique uh, tie-in comic book bonus... Uh, I like his um, Megatron's face. Yeah, how sharp his chin is. Yeah, yeah it's I like awesome. that. That style's it's, fucking awesome. It's a nice mix between the animated and and the G one, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so they have the cover of this comic, um, but this is actually a foreign pre order, and that's crazy. I didn't put the story that had where. Oh, Australian. Jesus Christ. So, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. Uh, JB8 or JB Hi-Fi uh, has a pre-order right now for War for Cybertron. Um, and it includes a 16-page comic. So, I'm excited about that. I'm hoping... I could really give a shit about the in-game characters that all of our stores are offering. Uh -huh. If a store offers that here locally, this is the pre-order I'll go with. Um, I also listened to uh, Radio Free Cybertron, which is a great Transformers podcast. If you don't know about it, definitely look it up. Uh, one of its members are uh, uh, either part of the team or just has access to the team that's developing this game and was able to play it. And he's saying it's good. He's a big gamer himself. It's a third-person shooter, you know, so... He said it's about as good as third-person shooters get. 
And uh, what was crazy is every it has multiplayer, and everyone with multiplayer, you're always worried about the balance. You know, like if you can get a character that just blows everybody away, it's no fun. Mm-hmm. You know, and so he says what the company's been doing for the last for the last month of production was was they were doing a one hour uh one hour multiplayer a, a day so so then everybody plays different characters everybody does different things and they're rebalancing the characters as people find cheats for a certain character mm-hmm. they'll make them weaker or slower or something you know because they're more powerful blah 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 so I thought that was kind of cool. That is cool. Um, next up, uh, Jamie turned us on to an amazing, amazing Transformer Tumblr. So the Tumblr, if you're not familiar, is the vehicle from Batman, okay. where the cool Bat Pod launched out of the middle of it. So they had a Decepticon version of this before, but this is a little bit better fleshed out Autobot version of it. Okay, so this is Batman? Did they do another cross? This like is they... just a fan work, sweetie. It's oh, okay. Not... Yeah. Sorry. I'm like, it's... did they really just do another series of cross <laughs> stuff? I mean, he looks no. fucking awesome. <laughs> he looks really, really cool. So go uh, go check out our our post or just look look up Tumblr Transformer on Google and do images because that's the way I found the Decepticon one and there's there's some fan drawn comic art for it and everything so take a look at that uh, next up this is my this is my news of the day <laughs> go ahead suits though I do have a feeling that there's I think there's something else going on in the background. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's long. Uh, <laughs> uh, Megan Fox, oh, isn't going to be in Transformers 3. So what is, what, is there, what is there to watch? I, I, I just don't know if, if we need to, like, pay attention to the robots or more bad acting. Well, and there's, uh, there's talks that it's going to be a Victoria's Secret model. They'll be replacing. Oh yeah, her. I saw the people that that are, and <laughs> so and I don't know. Nobody if the I acting. really recognize. I I really think that that part of Shia LaBeouf's he he carries his his cast pretty much. Yeah, I he's mean, an he amazing is, actor. He, he really is. I'm, As for for how old is he? Like I have no idea. The very young twenties, if that. Yeah, I would say early twenties. But I said yeah, he's, I mean, Disturbia but, was amazing. Yeah, you know, and it and was he's a just remake. Got, he's but. got he's got great delivery, is what it is. But yeah, um, I have to say that I'm very I'm very not sad about the situation. I can't say excited because that just it doesn't fit. So I'm not sad that Megan Fox won't be in the next movie. So there's been talks that it was Megan Fox quit because, as she put it before in a British article, uh, Michael Bay's Hitler. Yeah, I read that. And and then Michael Bay saying because fucking because she wouldn't gain weight because when she came on the set, she was too thin. 
uh, that he couldn't do anything with her. And uh, then there's been rumors that uh, she was supposed to be as tanned as she was in the first movie. And she didn't want to tan for it. She wanted to keep her nice fucking... If you haven't seen her lately, she has that very doll-like porcelain-style skin. She didn't want to tan that skin. See, and I heard the the weight thing for Transformers 2. Like, she almost wasn't in Transformers 2 because she couldn't gain weight. Yeah. Couldn't, not wouldn't, but quote-unquote couldn't. Well, yeah, exactly. I think that's being nice is... Yeah. Anybody that wants to gain weight can start fucking eating Big Macs and work and still working out and yeah. will tone and fill. Uh, you can eat fucking. I mean, fuck. Jeremy does all the protein and GNC shit because he yeah. he's a smaller, not a smaller guy, but he's a, a he, he's not an Arnold build. He's a yeah. He's a he's a build, normal but person. He wants build. to pack more muscle on, so he yeah. He takes weight gainer and shit like that, you know? So, yeah. Um, next up, Transformers Prime. We're all and, heartbroken. And, Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, dude, she is one of the most gorgeous faces ever. Oh, yeah. She's Her absolutely personality beautiful. Is, she's dumb as rocks. I mean, it's not even funny how stupid she is. But, I, yeah. At I least when it comes complete... to interviews. Again, yeah, and it when, is, when she's face-to-face, she might be the most coolest person you've ever met. Yeah. And, but when it comes to an interview where they're asking her tough questions, she's just like, yeah. ha. Well, it's, yeah. just, it's just that same thing of is the, the, the pretty wild or whatever. Yeah. Or just any of those type of shows, they're not stupid. Yeah. But... They make money off of their stupidity. Jesus Christ, I would be a fucking millionaire. Yeah. I'd be a billionaire for half the shit I say. All right. Transformers Prime. (laughs) Starscream to reprise his G1 personality. That's right. Frank Welker is set to voice Starscream in the new Transformers cartoon. So not only are we getting Peter Cullen as Prime, now we're getting Starscream. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Yay. Oh, yay. (laughs) <laughs> and it says, yes, Starscream will be his usual backstabbing, treacherous, sarcastic, egocentric, whiny, glorious, never learning, foolish, and most importantly, good looking self. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Uh, moving on to Star Wars, where we have a brunt of our grab bag news. First up, mashups, bobbleheads. That's right. Anybody a fan of the Universal Monster craze? Oh. I saw these we're, on Toy Boy. We're getting very cool little mashups. These are we so get, cool. We get a zombie stormtrooper. That's probably the one I'm going to have to get, even though I'm not a bobblehead. I, we get a Vader Frankenstein. So he's very cool. He's got a very oh Macquarie-esque helmet. You get some bolts up there. Um, you get oh. a Yoda and what is this supposed to be? I would say that's zombie. Oh, a vampire, isn't it? Like an old school vampire. Okay. I can see that. Uh, let's see here. Yoda and a gargoyle mashed up. Yeah. I would still say zombie. 
uh, uh, <laughs> I Star can see Wars the Action News but... just put it that he looks really drunk. Um, I can't remember. Uh, Toy Break covered these two, and I was just like, oh, I want them all. <laughs> and then uh, probably one of the, the most appropriate Chewbacca. one is the werewolf Chewbacca. I'm gonna have to go. How much are they? Uh, twelve ninety nine. We could you'd probably get them for about the same price. At if you want these, it'll be best to get them at Comic Con. I I I want to be completist on this. These I while I'm not big on the bobblehead aspect of it. They're just fucking awesome. The they cool are mash so up cool. Style. Yeah, I well, really like them, and they're done well. It's not that they, they they're they're not cheesy. Yeah, no, they're I agree. they're done really well. Like Yoda could go zombie or what they say. Gargoyle. Yeah, Yoda. Yoda should have been a vampire. He would it with those ears and shit. <laughs> like pale him up like the old school yeah, yeah. like silent movie vampire. Yeah, Nosferatu style vampire yeah, would have been sure. awesome. But they had something else going on in well, their there you, minds. But there you go. They're sixty bucks for you at Comic uh, Comic Con. <laughs> right on. Um, things to spend money on. One of our favorite podcasts is few episodes as he did release. Uh, he's absolutely amazing, and uh, one of our most favorite bloggers, uh, Sean Michael Robert. I think Michael is his middle name, but uh, did. Uh, did a blog post called of speeder bikes and jungle gyms. And it's where he, uh, talks about, it has a very lengthy story about his experience. And then it has this ad of probably one of the coolest jungle gyms ever to be released. And, uh, and then it also has a a speeder bike vehicle, which was amazing too. Oh, you know our kids are going to have that, right? <sighs> well, if you want to, dude, this is vintage at this point. This oh, thing would probably back, cost back you a thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, this that's all right, because I'm going to have that much money. So I mean, look at this. You get a little uh, control panel oh, and shit Jesus. like that. And, and that is so cool. <laughs> well. And that's what everybody else thought of, too, thought as well. This thing has gone viral. This thing is all over the web. It's been covered by every major geek out there. Uh-huh. And fucking none of them have, give him, have given him credit. Branded like, he finally 80s? posted on Twitter. What? Yeah, him or branded in the 80s, that this is where it came from. Like one of the big ones, the Great White Snark, him and uh, him and Topless Robot are probably the biggest geek, pod, not podcasters, but bloggers, Twitters, whatever. And fucking they both have talked about this and neither one of them have given him credit for it. And I saw this when he first posted it, and sure enough, like a week later, it started showing up on all these really big sites, and no one's fucking giving him credit for it, and it's bullshit. And so this because it's the exact same image, you know. Being a designer, I can take the compression algorithm artifacts and compare them, and I can tell it's the exact same image. He he did this image. And they fucking just took it off their site and posted it on theirs. And wow. and these guys bitch when anybody else does it to them. 
Like they're the first people to be like, this fucking site took my images and didn't even give me credit. Well, I good for him that he actually said something, but then, you know, it's also good for him that he's not trying to. Yeah, I know. Start it's, a war. Yeah, exactly. or whatever, what what have you. But that is so cool. Yeah, that's. that's I awesome. mean, granted, it's only like a little fucking like treehouse that it maybe it's got fits a swinging two people. Speeder but bike yeah, no, that it. shit's that's cool because awesome. I always that was my favorite part. Like, yeah, swings are cool, but like that. The I teeter-totter had, style. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. my favorite part of my swing set. <laughs> My I used to fucking just sit on it. My grandpa would push me, and the next thing I know, I'd wake up on the couch. <laughs> that was my nap time swing. A <laughs> um, couple other things. Oh, that should be a different bullet point. Hello. Uh, first up, uh, Tom Tom is producing or has produced a voice package of Star Wars voices for your Tom Tom fucking GPS. Oh, so you we've know the gotta get a Tom Tom. <laughs> so the Darth, so uh, the first voice released with was Darth Vader, and uh, coming up, you're gonna get C three PO, Yoda, and Han Solo. Could you imagine Yoda as your GPS? The next light, turn left. You will. <laughs> so oh, that's I'm- awesome fucking buying a tom tom it's 13 bucks so it's a little pricey but oh that is so consider- worth it yeah considering how much we bitched like we changed our voices what we finally settle on the british chick was that the one we finally use i At the think next so. light take a laugh i love english accents <laughs> but uh yeah oh Uh oh! (laughs) Are you kidding me? Because what do we use our GPS the most when we go to cons, right? Yeah, it would be a kind of a cool thing. Like, all right, we're on the road for the con. Oh, I'm so excited! I think Ink in the same uh, same uh, uh, line. Not really lying in the same idea as their (laughs) Tauntaun sleeping bag has uh, put up a Star Wars Wampa rug. (laughs) I totally think it would be awesome to carry that around Comic-Con and standing in lines wearing that costume. Just be all... Just lay out on it. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of cool. It's a little... Again, it's a hundred bucks just like the sleeping bag. It looks to be a little small. It's it's kind of reminiscent of the uh, whole like bear or tiger or lion kind of rug yeah. where he's all laid out and has the full head there but the rest is flat i just the execution isn't there like the tauntaun sleeping bag the tauntaun sleeping bag the original idea was amazing yeah and the pictures were by the incredible. time that it went to production it was a little yeah it got really toned down for cost it, and everything yeah the I, I I don't know. I think it's still a really really cool idea. Before oh, it's just saying the pause before. So I mean, it's a cool idea. We won't be getting it, but I know there's people that will be. I know several people that have already said oh. for sure they're getting it. Uh, next up, uh, we get some official uh, announcements, which was important for me. 
about the final closing dates for Star Tours. So if you live in L.A., make sure that's L.A. is the first date, sweetie. So close your mouth. <laughs> the second one is the second one oh, is Disney's Hollywood Studios. Month. Yeah. So so Yay, uh, I'm so excited. <laughs> You're going to. I love uh, that ride. So uh, Disneyland Park in California or Orange County, whatever, Anaheim, uh, they will be closing July 27th. So make sure you go see that before Comic-Con if you're in the California area. Um, and for uh, Florida, it's going to be September 8th. So we're definitely safe by not going to the last toured indoor or whatever it was. We'll definitely get to go see it when we do a whole day at Hollywood Studios there. Oh, and it's going to be my first time going to MGM Studios, not being MGM Studios. Since it's become Disney yeah. Hollywood Studios. So uh, so that's July 27th and September 8th, if you are trying to get in there before they go out. Uh, the Hallmark ornaments were announced and this was part of the whole uh dream book uh posting from hallmark let me try to oh, get yay. through this because i couldn't link directly to it oh they didn't have anchors uh no because it's all flash yeah. flash is a bitch i mean you can do it with flash it's, it's just, just a not lot more many, difficult yeah and I should have figured out what pages it was on before we started doing the podcast because I've uh, seen a lot of baby stuff that's really cute, though. Okay, we'll do the search here. Oh, there we go. Okay. Um, so, what page is it? So, um, if you want to jump right, to Jesus, this book is huge. <laughs> this is page sixty and sixty-one of the Dream uh, Hallmark Dream Book. Uh, oh, the. So we get his the, master's bidding is. Fucking awesome. Well, and I'm going to talk about that in a second here. Um, so it looks awesome. It's obviously it's Empire Strikes Back themed. Um, you get for the vehicle this year, it's going to be the Snow Speeder, which is almost a must. It's one of my favorite vehicles. Um, for the figure, it's going to be Luke Skywalker. For the uh, two-pack, it's going to be uh, Boba Fett and Han. And then for the very deluxe version, it's his master's bidding. And it's essentially, uh, it's the scene with uh, Darth Vader and the hologram of the Emperor. The same thing that was the Comic-Con exclusive a couple years ago. Um, it looks like it could be cool. See how this is one solid piece. Uh -huh. I really need to see how this lights up in person before. Yeah, because of Cause course this is it's photoshopped. My... It looks fucking yeah, cool. Exactly. <laughs> it's one of my favorite scenes from the movie. I mean, that's why I love that Comic Con it? exclusive. <laughs> you look like a mean little pepper shaker. <laughs> Uh, oh, I love her watching. <laughs> so, uh, so I got to see it in person to see if the lights and sounds looks cool and everything. But uh -huh. that one's uh, definitely good. Luke, I'm a, I'm assuming Luke is going to be the exclusive, the one that comes out in June. That's only available for a month. Uh -huh. um, and then the Han and both, uh, you know, 
And then there's it's also stuff. going to be the Clone Wars. The miniatures are Anakin and Rex, I think. Or maybe Yoda and Rex. I can't remember. Uh, but It doesn't matter. By the time we get to the Homrock booth, it's going to be sold out anyway. Well, it's the same the as last thing. year. Well, last year was the Comic-Con exclusives. They will do exclusives this year, but mm-hmm. they haven't announced those yet. No. Oh, oh. These are the ones that are mass available. Oh, okay. So um, next up, uh, if you – I follow Rebel Scum's uh, collector's collections, which is very cool. It's uh, pictures of collections from all around the world because Rebel Scum's a, a very uh, a worldwide kind of forum. And these are people that have post pictures about their collections. Well, this one I found very film, uh, very uh, interesting. It's Steve S's collection. So I clicked in. There's only a few pictures. So you start looking at this. That looks familiar. Yeah, and I was like, this looks really familiar. And you go to the next picture. And I'm like, wow, that that almost looks like my office in my back room. So I kept clicking through here. Here's a hallway, you know, full of stuff. Uh, so uh, before I had even really looked at the title, I looked at this. And this is actually Steve Sansweet's pictures of his collection. and uh, And it's just hilarious because it's. All this crazy shit, shit, some oh, shit that I've never even seen. That's just a section see. of his shit. I'll no, bet you I know. he doesn't even fucking go into. Well, no, I know. That's what's funny is it's like his office and part of his hallway. But that first stores. picture totally looks like your office, dude. <laughs> Instead of it's like, okay, so the very first picture that's listed looks almost exactly like Jason's office except for... The computer and the chair is in that back corner by the window, and over the window is uh, um, well, and it's more papers and stuff. Mine yeah. is all toy. Like yeah, I would his say, is all toys. <laughs> I would say this is almost more like my office. Well, no, so I'm just I've saying the layout, of, which is trippy about oh, that fucking oh, that my office looks like. Yeah, it's just like he just took it. the The desk is just face where you're where the closet's at yeah so and then you know instead of blinds you have that that uh the revenge of the sith fleece blanket well it's not really a blanket it's material we pretend is a blanket (laughs) so definitely check that out uh uh last up masters of the universe uh he-man.org finally has their own podcast yay uh it's called roast gobble dinner all right this is a throwback to one of the episodes would you say it's google i i at least from what i remember this is all about the he-man she-ra christmas special well that's spelled google i know but i i think they pronounce it gobble Kind of, it's Gobble. an old, like a turkey. Just like Jessica, as opposed to Jessica. I know, but they're, again, I, I may be, I may be mistaken. It, it definitely could be Google. Um, oh, we'll just have to listen to it and they'll say it. But it's a, it's a discussion show where the host Val Staples, Maliano Santa de Lucio, Pixel Dan, 
And Iman own Donahue. Oh, Donahue. Um, so uh, uh, Emiliano is one of the writers from the original series. Pixel Dan, of course, is one of fucking Maddie Collector's, you know, mm-hmm. bitch boy, maybe a little fucking harsh. <laughs> but he's one, he's a guy that does the video reviews and he's very optimistic. And I know that's why I know that's why Mattel likes him. I'm very optimistic as well. So is Adam Paulus. So it, it's hard to be a reviewer when you're so optimistic, you know. I think that Mattel and He-Man and all of that is just like the little kid in the in the playground that gets kicked around a lot. Yeah. I really they, they seriously they don't have they I don't I don't know why they don't have a very good system for some of the things that they do. I just feel bad for them. Like you know, you hear more bad than good. And when you look at what they produce, it's not bad. Uh, their toys are amazing. Yeah. Their their business management Behind is horrible. It is bad, yeah. Yeah. And and the problem is is not necessarily Scott. He's just the brand manager. Yeah. He doesn't have I I'm sure he doesn't have any any input in who the hell they're their e-store fucking third party is or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the simple fact of it is even in-store display area, like uh, uh, Justice League Unlimited, now that is Target exclusive, uh, 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 DCU, so the DC Classics, and the fucking uh, uh, the three and three-quarter mm-hmm. DCU figures – those have shitty shelf space and that's because Mattel is not doing their business you know so they have shitty correctly. business managers as far as like yeah, exactly. their creators and and like that aspect of the business it is fine like their product is their fine their product is amazing yeah they've got I mean, a there's, great there's product there's a little bit of Q&A but yeah, that's because they're putting out a very advanced product you know yeah but is i mean yeah they just they need to work on on what's going on behind the scenes yeah but that's why I have a soft spot for Maddie. Like that's every time that people are like, fuck Maddie, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Oh, they're the kid that gets picked on in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> so HeMan.org's uh, podcast, I haven't listened to it yet. I've already downloaded it. They're not on iTunes yet. You, you still, they're still waiting for approval. Um, but, uh, um, they oh wow in this first one they actually have an interview with toy guru scott knightlick nice. um so uh definitely check that out because you have masters cast you have uh you have masters of the universe chronicles and now you have this and us i mean we're in toy break toy break does a lot of masters toy break does of the yeah universe they do because, because she because they're good friends with the four horsemen yeah. Um, so if you ever want the four horsemen actually call into their podcast, so or at least Cornboy does. Cornboy is kind of the more social one of the four. But uh, um, so another He-Man podcast that can't be a bad thing. There's about a hundred Star Wars out there, and most of them yeah. are shitty. 
you know um don't there's pick any fights i'm sweetie. not i'm not saying any names and then fucking um there's quite a few transformers there's no tra- there's no gi joe there's yeah, gi there's- joe review which is reviews the comics Mm-hmm. So they talk a little bit about G.I. Joe news, like they do the cons and stuff and they do the the rare interview. But I don't know of any current G.I. Joe podcast. And you saw today we didn't have any G.I. Joe news today. I don't know if anyone. Well, noticed, I can't even but... believe that uh, Joe Con came and went and. Yeah, it was hardly nothing as a fucking blip. Like, you did know. you know when it was? Like, oh, I know that we decided we weren't going this yeah, year. We weren't we, doing we all of them. We talked about it all through our shows uh, and stuff. You're like, I did. Pay babe, attention did to you? that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, that's it for Open Your Toys Cast, episode 34. Fucking two weeks, man. If we get this edited tomorrow and out tomorrow night. All right. <laughs> Just. And if there's not some odd voicemail at the beginning of it yeah i am so sorry about that <laughs> i i did mean to post like an apology i no, i don't know sorry. how that happened i totally after i listened to that i was like i never put an intro or <laughs> i never put an intro on it and that i have no fucking clue how i got there <laughs> but uh yeah so two weeks we're gonna try to keep it to a bi-weekly schedule mrs mcfavor has a more set schedule at least for the summer during my internship yeah that'll be conducive for us to stick with a bi-weekly schedule so that's what we're gonna shoot for so uh congratulations to sim for winning the uh San Diego Comic-Con personal shopper contest, even though he'll be at San Diego Comic-Con. I might call on you to be my bathroom placeholder. <laughs> so we can't wait to see you there, <laughs> no, I'm Sim. I'm just kidding. And uh, until episode 35. Yay! We will see you then. Peace out, yo. Peace. Secret, 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 secret power.